Hello, lore heads, and welcome to the League, exploring the League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. My name is Mark. Today we're talking about the Stone Weaver Talia, who was released May 18th, 2016. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right in the right in the middle there. I don't know. I feel like that's the middle, right? 2009's the start, and twi- well, yeah. <laughs> it's whatever. <laughs> that that 16. I feel like the 2016-2017 era is the one that I'm like least familiar with when Champions came out in so that we because we were hiking and yeah. then oh, not sure. playing as much for like that year or two. Yeah, yeah, we really didn't play much again until the pandemic, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Another COVID strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> it also seems I do think that Talia came out before we left, though. For sure. Well, May, I, May. Yeah, yeah. No, because we left in April. Oh, man, I, I have this very vivid memory of the um, one of the cinematics coming out and then someone being, a bunch of people at the time being like, wow, this, this cinematic isn't, uh, I don't like the music that goes along with it, but if you put Talia's theme along with it, the cinematic is way, way better. And I could have sworn we were at our last apartment when that happened, but interesting. Not huh. Maybe I wrote interest- the wrong year. <laughs> you probably didn't. It's probably my memory. <laughs> well, I don't know. That's a very specific and unique thing to remember. They're like really burned <laughs> in your, I wonder what, what video it was that didn't have good audio or good sound. Are you just, I was thinking, were you just thinking about, like, the world's theme? It was a world's that happened. theme. Oh, okay. Mm. Huh. I just don't remember which one. I don't think theme. it was Talia's theme. Because I remember that happening, and I remember watching it. Whose I think it was, was the it? world's theme from the year before, <laughs> or something like that. Wait, like, the year before this year? <laughs> no, the year before the year that <laughs> oh. one came out. <laughs> yeah, they, they went into the future and took the world's theme from 2022. Well, I don't know smart. what they're all about. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, we realized at the beginning that John and I wrote down the same quote for Delia, and Mark thinks that he also wrote down the same quote for Delia. So we had the brilliant idea to all three of us do the impression at the same time to see if it is the same quote that Mark wrote down. All right. We'll see. I'm, I'm feeling excited. less and less confident as you're saying right. it out loud. <laughs> uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. All right. <laughs> and we'll do a little countdown. So we're going to do one, two, three, That'll and be then great. say it? Because like the three, claps go. do not line up whatsoever. Great. So awesome. This so is going to be really good. Uh, all right. We'll do one, two, three, then say it. Okay. All okay. right. One, two, three. Sedimentary might turn off by polishing your sun disc. <laughs> no, we were not on the same page. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> I didn't know that one. I didn't see that one from her. Oh. I, I immediately went to her Azir quotes and I was like, she's got to like rip out on Azir, right? And she does. So. She does. Sure. Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> well, now that we got the impressions out of the way, I know it's nice. And, we're all very good i know honestly she has so much lore she sounds like a girl i don't know like there's no i mean she's good but meaning maybe it would be one one that i'd go but yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right on the universe page talia has a bio three short stories are linked although she has another uh one that we'll talk about that was released last year you know, uh, at the time where they stopped just linking any yeah, fucking they just, new like, stories. Yeah, they just, like, decided. They gave up <laughs> on the universe page at that point. 
Uh, two videos are linked to the climb and her champion teaser, some artwork, and a champion insights uh, link. That doesn't work. It's broken. <laughs> it's it gonna be dead. <laughs> All of them are, I think. <laughs> Ooh. Shame. Yeah. yeah. Shame. <laughs> Dishonor on yeah. your cow. I've got random fun facts. <laughs> Make a note uh, of this. Uh, on you. Anyway, you got fun facts? I've got random fun facts about the champ from the champion insight. So, oh, okay, okay cool. That's all. So you need all, anyway. all the important stuff is is there. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know what a champion insight is. It's where the people like who the make the champion talk about like, oh, this is what we, this is what we were thinking when we did this, and no, like this that is the inspiration. Fun, Riot. I know. Yeah. And they just never do it. Weird. I think they still probably. They must still do it in some capacity. I think they capacity. do still do it. I don't yeah. think they link them on Universe anymore. Yeah. And I think there are videos now as opposed to articles Posts, a lot of the time. Yeah, probably. Mm, or like that makes sense. AMAs and shit like that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Whatever. It's a random Reddit post from 2012 that you gotta dig out. Right. <laughs> from someone who doesn't work there. Boards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, I'll get through her, her bio then. All right, by Ariel mm-hmm. Lawrence. Ariel Lawrence. Uh, so Elsa, I mean, Talia, <laughs> was a normal girl. I mean, Toph. <laughs> I mean, Toph. No, honestly, her story isn't, didn't remind me of Toph's as much. I mean, you know. What about, what about uh, what's his name? Uh, Bl- Bluto? Bluto? Is that the? From, it's Pluto, hon. It's a dog from Mickey. You mean Popeye is like... <laughs> arch nemesis bluto uh, he is bluto yeah he is also blue who was the uh who was the rock caller from labyrinth uh, oh, I don't fucking remember. oh god i do not re- i don't think i know anyone's name from labyrinth <laughs> the babe um yeah the goblin king <laughs> the goblin king yeah david Jer- bowie's Jareth. package oh Jareth. cute story i mean Jareth yeah. is the goblin king I, I know, know because your, your, I know because I I liked that name so much that I named a lot of my JRPG characters after him right. for uh, for a period of time. Oh. It's a good one. It's a good protagonist name. Mm. Anywho, anywho, <laughs> Talia was a normal girl in Shirima. She's from a tribe of nomadic weavers. When she was six, she was searching for a goatling that she lost, and her dad is the master shepherd, so that looked real bad. She found the goat high up in a canyon. Not a cannon. Mm. Not to be confused. A canyon. <laughs> and in her attempt to get him down, she ended up controlling the rock and it all tumbled down on her. She was found there and woke up a few days later and kind of explained what happened, but left out the fact that she was the one who <laughs> manipulated the rock. The tribe's grandmother said it must have been the Great Weaver, and Talia just let them believe that because they all looked really freaked out. She was like, uh, yeah, must have been that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Still came time for her to do her dance. The dance was for the Great Weaver. All the children eventually did this dance to show their talents and gifts, and afterwards they would be claimed by a teacher based on their skill. Talia tried to do her dance without involving her rock weaving, but it didn't work, and everyone was pretty shocked. Rocks flew up in the air, and they were going to rain down on Talia, so her mother jumped in to protect her. I thought she was going to beef it here, Talia's right? mom, for sure. I thought this was going to be the tragic story she got that she accidentally uh, killed her mother, but she just got a little flesh wound. But Talia still ran away because she was like, oh, I hurt my mommy. Um, that's a bad. That's <laughs> a <laughs> <So> bad. <laughs> that's a bad. <laughs> I did a bad, this guys. That was evil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a monster. <laughs> uh, her dad found her, though, and convinced her to finish her dance. So she did, and this time trying not to ignore the rock powers. So the rocks were less dangerous, I guess, when she does it that way. 
uh, everyone in the tribe did support her gift, but Talia knew that none of them could train her, and she didn't want to hurt anyone, so she left home. She first, this begins a very long journey of her getting bounced around to lots of regions <laughs> in Ruterra. I had no idea that she'd ever left Shurima. Right. Um, uh, God, where was I? Okay, yeah, she headed towards Targon first. She likes rocks, and that's a really big one. <laughs> like literally what they said it was so good (laughs) i like rocks there's a rock let's go and she's a kid so honestly that's so cute and it makes so much sense not even that she's if my fucking 35 year old ass had this problem i also would have been like big rock be go (laughs) himalayas here we come yeah Yeah. (laughs) Uh, she went to noxians first though and they absolutely love her gift totally loved it so she went to noxus where a lot of people were trying to convince her to train with them, but she ended up going with a man who said that he can find a trainer in Ionia. So when they got there, though, or close to it on a ship, the guy just wanted to use her to wreck a village so he could, like, get his get back in the army. I guess he's a disgraced <laughs> ex-warrior. She chose to be uh, thrown overboard instead. Man, Ionia disgraces a lot of it really. I guess it was like their their first big loss, right? Yeah, like, was nose. Ionia? Yeah. And then they just gone done, kept losing. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) she swam to ionia there she met well yasuo but we won't get his name for a while but we know it's yasuo could be anybody i don't know could be any wind man (laughs) any wind man with a with a katana who is also on the run (laughs) (laughs) he trained her for a little while but she eventually learned that azir had risen again and there were rumors that he would enslave all the shurimans he can and you know what he probably will so she left uh she went back to Shurima. We'll get more detail on all of this journey, but she gets back to Shurima and is still there looking for her tribe to keep them safe from the evil, nasty, horrible, no good, very bad Azir. <laughs> this was like like the most story i feel like oh my god i had so many notes for this bio it's exceptionally long it's almost 21 heimers it's like nearly 1700 words it's very long yeah sometimes they feel that way but this one actually is really long yeah and and it stretches from like what is it like age six up to age like 17 or 18 somewhere around yeah yeah. she's she's had a a lot going on in her life. I would say one of the one of the only complaints I had. I really liked Talia. I don't want to get uh, really negative here, but I feel like I never got a sense of how long she was places. Whenever I was reading any of the stories, like yeah. I didn't really get a sense of how long she was in Noxus or even on the ship or so, how long she was training with Yasuo. I really had no sense for that. So that was one of the big problems that kind of came about the more stories got released about Talia because mm-hmm. the original idea. I think was that she was coming back to Sharima when she was like 17. Okay. But then more stories got released and they were like, oh, actually that timeline doesn't line up anymore. She's like 23. Oh, God. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so they weren't yeah, sure you... either. So, you know, you're well within your rights to All be right. confused. <laughs> it's like someone's writing on a sign and they realize I don't have near enough space to finish whatever word I'm writing. <laughs> oh, my God. You're it's all exactly. squished in at the end there. Even yeah. the bio felt like that. It was like we get the first like three years of her life, and then in a paragraph, it's like the last fifteen years. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't know. She met Yasuo, trained with him, and then she left. <laughs> like, all right, uh, which I guess is fine because we're gonna get some very long stories that fill in those. We blanks. do. Although I'll say, I still felt like, especially with the training with Yasuo, I have no idea how long she was in Ionia. I, literally, mm. I could not tell you. It, I have no it clue. Feels it feels like felt a- one hundred. 
a blink. Well, a blink. Uh, yeah. I, w- I was going to say it felt 100% like a like a Luke and Yoda situation here. Yeah. Like, like sure. I trained her for like four days. And you get, you got like, one quick go. montage. Yeah. It's like you, you have didn't, a lot she of work didn't even get a montage. <laughs> no. We just kind of <laughs> jumped yeah. a little bit ahead. I don't know. But I would like no. to know that. It also felt like when she had left Yasubo that she had absolutely zero control over her magic still. But when we see her later, she clearly does and when you see her in cinematics and in game clearly she has control over her magic so i don't understand yeah. how she had gotten trained i think that's a that's like a big issue i have with tilly and like i don't want to get dump on her too hard either but the yasuo yeah. one really sticks out because um yeah uh it's like you said there's no instance where you see her really i don't ever feel like i see her really fail due to a lack of control that she seems to say that she has right and uh it's more fear, which they do kind of touch on a little bit, that she's afraid that she's going to hurt someone. They, they, yeah. they do, but I would like to see that have be more founded in things that have happened. Um, I think yeah. like in the bio, but she for scratched example, her mommy. She scratched her mom, right? <laughs> like the bio is super vague. It's like she saw the, I think it only says she saw the destruction she had wrought. But there's like, I don't know what that actually means. No one got killed. Everyone seems still pretty co- like chill. So like what happened? Like yeah. what actually happened, I, right? I'm, I'm very glad that she didn't kill anyone with her powers. But I think a more severe injury would explain how yeah. afraid she is. Um, or just like a much closer call even. Sure. I'm not even entirely sure she didn't kill anyone with her. But there were a lot of bodies at the end of that Yasuo story. And well, yeah, oh, Yasuo. she probably killed someone there, but that seemed more intentional. <laughs> I suppose, yeah. I guess. I think even like just more getting more into her head about what she's feeling, maybe when she's doing her magic and the feeling of I don't really have control over it. I like over this that. Might be enough yeah. for me. Yeah, um, I agree. It kind of is just like, yeah, that's not really touched on. And we get in her head for the Yasuo story. There's a lot of like a, a lot I like oh, yeah. in the Yasuo story, which we'll talk about soon. But um, yeah, I like the idea of being in her head more and just the absolute like paralyzing fear that might come. Even if it, they just wanted it that she scratched her mom, that is something that's still very scary that you hurt someone you love, even if it was just a little bit. And she almost killed Yasuo at some point <laughs> really early on when she true. first met him. So I, I get the fear, but yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I, mean, I didn't feel the fear. I didn't sure, feel right. It. And she's already got like enough of a practical reason to want to leave anyway. Like just because no one, in, obviously, no one her. in her tribe yeah, can yeah, train yeah. her, right? And, mm-hmm. and she, that's a perfectly valid and reason. That's more than enough for a character to go out on a journey, right? Yeah. Especially if she's like sixteen. I kind of assume around then-ish, maybe even a little younger. Like, young kid is is perfectly like ready to go out and go see the world, and you know, what I mean. Go off yeah. on adventure. So, you know. <laughs> You're 10. Go travel the world and catch your Pokemon. Yeah, but another thing. Right. How old is she when she leaves her tribe? I don't know. She was mid- She's six when I mean, she first just, sees it, yeah. but. Well, because they, they were doing like a coming of age type thing. So I assume they were I like. I guess that's true. Like 16 is kind of where I kind of just guesstimate in my head. Coming of age feels 13 to me. I guess that's or true. 14. I don't know, though. That's really hard. Now, I'm curious. So we know that she was doing her little dance and mm-hmm. her little made, dance. The, made the Rockies go pew, pew, pew. Sure. Um, <laughs> when all the other kids are doing their dance to show off their talent, how do you, like, dance and weave or, like, dance and question. shepherd? <laughs> like, what does that dance look like? <laughs> that's a good yeah, question. I was curious. Uh, like, does the whole tribe have magic and that's part of the weaving, but hers just weaves stone? That would be a little more interesting, I think, almost. That, that's would kind make, of make what I sense. thought, but I wasn't sure. Like, I, when they were weaving, they were weaving, like, wool and thread and stuff, but it was with magic. Huh. I like that. It I might don't explain. know how you shepherd with magic, but maybe the goats all float in the air. <laughs> sure, right? <laughs> like Twister That'd be kind of fun. or something. 
<laughs> Gow. That's how that goat got all the way up on the cliff. Yeah, all the kids in a dance, they fucked it up. I hate these floating goats. They suck so hard. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, how you, how do you know. prove that you're a good like CPA through through dance? Right? It's, it's very hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a quote here that says, uh, for beneath Talia's youthful demeanor is a will strong enough to move mountains and a spirit fierce enough to make the earth tremble, which I feel like is a very common phrase, but it's not used uh, quite this literally (laughs) nearly as often. They have a lot of fun with that little one. Right. Mm. Uh, They also have a quote here that says that where most outsiders see Sharima as a beige and barren waste, her family raised her to be a true daughter of the desert and to see beauty in the rich hues of the land, which I thought they were going to say like, you know, oh, you know, she's, she lives in the desert. So she knows, she knows where the color is, you know, she knows where the, the oases are, but no, it, it is, it is beige and barren. And she's just being like, eh, but I, I like beige and barren. It's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> it's soothing. It's a soothing color. It's <laughs> matches my cloak. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> So the whole goat incident happened. It said, um, John, <laughs> after her sixth high summer. And man, can fucking... I read what you wrote after that? <laughs> or do you want to do it? Yeah, sure, go for it. Hey, blaze it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the quality, the quality, high. insightful commentary. <laughs> high six <laughs> years go. in a row. Fucking tell them to Leah. <laughs> um, so, for the record, uh, in case you're wondering, the tribe's grandmother is named uh, Babajan. Um, now, we get a name for her. We do not get a name for her father. He's referred to as her father just several times throughout the story, which I thought maybe just like, you know, maybe it's just Babajan who gets a name. But in later stories, we get additional names from people from her tribe while she's mm. still referring to her father as her father. I mean, her mother doesn't get a name either, I don't think. <laughs> We, we get in like an uncle's name, yeah, an uncle's you, right? Name. <laughs> I mean, it's maybe from that's her because they plan on killing off her parents. No, we it's can't from her perspective. So she imagines him as mother. She's not like my father, Benjamin. I was gonna say y'all were just complaining about this shit like, like back in uh, Sandra, right? <laughs> you know, bio's not through her eyes. Yeah, that's a fair point. That's fair. That's nah, fine. Uh, so remember that time where she refused to kill the Ionians and she was thrown overboard? Mm-hmm. Imagine how fucking hard it must have been to swim ashore with a cloak made out of rocks. Imagine how hard it was to swim ashore given that she comes from the fucking desert. I'm <laughs> curious about that. I didn't think about it. I was just thinking it. Like, I feel like this is... Th- okay, they got so, little ponds there. Right? I don't know. I, right? But it's like, why? why even write it that way? Why not just write that... They got to shore and then they frog marched her over to an Ionian village and then she said no and ran away or something, right? Or tried to protect people and couldn't. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I guess she was given the choice of doing the city or or being thrown overboard and maybe it's supposed to look heroic that she chose what could have been death instead of, but she had a way to survive it. I just think, I think Talia can't swim. I'm going to be honest with you. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> there is a universe where Talia can swim, but I don't think we live in that one. It's, and so it's like, why, like, to me, it's it's like almost like a lack of attention to detail. Why write it that way when it mm. raises a little, that sort of or question? Or at least, 
bring up the fact like though she was raised in the desert she was you know had found a way <laughs> master to master swim. swimmer no sure, like a right? reason she had been she was great at it but she was terrified because one time she swam as a kid and her mom got swam. her forehead cut so <laughs> <laughs> her mom's just really clumsy <laughs> i'll never swim again <laughs> what have i done mother right. Tal- <laughs> Tali is just like the most like anxiety riddled like <laughs> child that they oh man what a vibe maybe like, though maybe like the will the la- the will of the land of ionia senses the good that she's done and helps like eat like it makes the tide like pull her into the shore some shit. whatever yeah. right easy yeah. peasy I we've don't, proved what? that ionia can like swallow people yeah. right like them so it's, it's got its own fucking will <laughs> yeah so something like that yeah how insulted would you be if, like, you were from Ionia and the land never saved you from something and then just some fucking, <laughs> like, lady is here? Well, there's a lot of Ionians that don't have magic, so, I mean, fuck them. What, what have they oh, done God. for the land lately? Right? <laughs> yeah. They couldn't even fight off Noxus. Yeah, not, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Noxus is right. <laughs> no, we watched the video. We know who wins. <laughs> we watched it. We all seen it, yeah. Yeah, I know it's really a, a long bio, but I do appreciate them tr- like being willing to tell this to, to to spare the length, I guess, to tell the story of like her, like what caused her to leave. Because I feel like in so many other instances that would just be a paragraph, and and we would never get a story and be like, well, I'd like yeah, to know more true. about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I have a I have an overarching Talia thought, but I'm going to save it for after we talk about all the stories. I love it. Okay. okay. Sure. There's a lot here. It so. makes sense to kind of go back. All right. Um, so I think burden the branch. Burn, I, burn branch. I, yeah. I don't really have no. I feel like I could probably summarize this one. We have a lot of stories, so I don't want to make you do them all, Mark. Yeah. For the yeah, record, sure. if you if you do plan on reading these, they are not posted on order, like in chronological mm. order on the on They're universe. In reverse so order. <laughs> they are in reverse order. Read them in the order that we're going to talk about them, or you'll be very confused. Although I guess if you listen to everything, you won't be confused anymore. But. Yeah. I guess if you want the order first to read them first, it's the bird in the branch, bloodline, echoes in the stone, and hollow spun. That is the yeah. order that yeah. they go in chronologically. How about it? <laughs> so the bird in the branch is after uh, it's it's about Talia meeting Yasuo and a, mostly that, yeah. <laughs> and then a brief little bit at the end of her training and separating from him. Yeah. Also by Ariel Lawrence. Oh yes, mm-hmm. yes, Ariel Lawrence. Um, so yeah, she has just swam ashore. She's now in. Ionia. It's very cold. I think she has a new coat, so that's good. She's hungry. She's freezing. There's snow. And she sees Yasuo praying at a temple. So it seems like the first person she's seen in a while. Uh, but before she can do anything, an avalanche <laughs> occurs very randomly. So she uses her power to have a rock protect her, but that, I guess, sends the avalanche right on top of Yasuo? I guess. Does it, like, redirect it? I don't really know. I feel like the this is just is a another big thing. thing where, like, I, I feel like much like her mother, she's just blaming herself for something, for something. that was probably going to yeah. happen anyway. Yeah. Also, Yasuo, like, would he just have, like, ate it and died here if Talia wasn't there? Right? <laughs> like, could you imagine? That's how a league champion just died. He was died. really deep they in was, meditation. He was really man. in that prayer right. <laughs> or meditation. Yeah. I am, I'm almost positive he was drunk passed out and not <laughs> meditating that would be even funnier that's, that's, that's way more yasuo yeah. because we've seen yasuo in cinematics and shit 
just kind of like drinking tea or shit and then like there's all these arrows coming at him and he's just like yeah yeah, i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine and now right when they're close i'm gonna block them all because like i know they're happening i've got that sixth sense i don't know how a fucking avalanche sneaks up on you he had to be drunk off his mind yeah Yeah, this really doesn't make any sense whatsoever (laughs) unless he's hammered blackout drunk which he is Um, i don't think we get that as much in his story we haven't gotten to a lot of his stories but fucking ruined king bitches hammered all the time (laughs) (laughs) like i realized that about yesterday yeah yeah Yeah, he stinks of he stinks of liquor it just wafts off i kind of remember that from the riven story oh and his cinematic i guess with the uh with yone he starts that very drunk too Mm. okay all right so an avalanche happens and yasuo's too pissed drunk to notice (laughs) but talia assumes that she had something to do with it so she rushes down digs him out uses her rock powers to uh lift him out of there she saves his life you know keeps him all warm eventually i think he just starts training her is kind of what we get (laughs) that he has become her mentor it's just kind of jumping around he calls her little sparrow which is uh very cute and sparrow comes up a lot in her quotes um yeah and then i think the next thing that happens is that they finally go out they got to eat you know they're hanging out at a pub (laughs) (laughs) eating talia's like finally seeing someone besides fucking yasuo's face for i don't know a day a week six years we have no idea (laughs) 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 is when talia finds out that azir has risen so you know they leave and she's like oh no no they don't leave i'm forgetting the whole action scene Some people start to recognize Yasuo. Some guards come in. They they say him, but this is the first time we hear Yasuo's name. Again, them just it's being the first mysterious. Time she's heard for Yasuo's no, yeah. name. <laughs> Which I'm fine right? with that he didn't identify himself to her because he probably hasn't gone by Yasuo in a while. Um, yeah, they kill the, the guards and escape. Uh, but Talia needs to go. She's like, we got to part ways, my friend. Yasuo. He tells her to go to the Freljord first. I don't know if she does this because does. the next she's, time we see she's she, in. Oh, yeah. But we yeah. skipped that part, huh? That was the most confusing thing to me mm. was like when she's mentioning the time she spent in the Freljord. I'm like, fucking excuse me? Right. Why the hell were you in the Freljord? <laughs> I, I was like tracing the path of journey from like Targon to Noxus to Ionia. I'm like, where the hell does the Freljord <laughs> fit into that? Right. <laughs> I don't know why Yasuo tells her to go to the Freljord. Maybe he just knows someone there that will help her get to Shirima. I would, he just says, like, that's you know... That's kind of the, the implication. The, the, the yeah. Freljordians also hate Noxus. They'll help oh, you get back true. to Shirima. Yeah. Which confused me at first, but then I realized, like, the part of, probably part of the... Part of Noxus not having left Ionia yet mm. is that they probably control all of the shores. Yeah. I doubt anyone on Ionia can get off of Ionia but if you can Just get to because the, they want to. But if you can get to the Freljord, doesn't that imply that you are able to run the blockade in the first place and if you're able to do that wouldn't you just go to bilgewater like Yasuo does in Ruin King? I guess technically at that point the not maybe the Noxian invasion is over. Again, he should probably say something like you like again, you probably have like a line or two where she's like, "Well, isn't there like, you know, bilgewater or whatever?" And he's like, uh, the, "The waters are too dangerous, but you can get to Freljord because they don't you know, I don't know because the. I think even just uh, him him having like a connection in the Freljord is enough for me. Like I don't trust anyone in Bilgewater. I don't know anyone there that's going to help you. But I can get you to sure, just right. one person who's I mean, going to get you to Shrima. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's maybe it's reasonable. like a northern thing. You know, like mm-hmm. maybe like the what is it? The western coast and southern coast are Noxus controlled because they're closest to to Noxus and Shrima, mm-hmm. and the northern yeah. side is, uh, you know, free but only leads to Freljord. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, that's kind of uh, where this story ends. Yeah, well, I mean, you kind of talked about it already, but I really want to highlight that the scene where they meet and just like kind of form their initial bond is immediately followed by the scene where they have they fight and then part ways. There's no time it's, spent with them together, really. It's such a bummer because I really like their interactions together. I had this first thought that things were like moving way too fast when so they're in like this cave. She's just saved his life. She's like, I'm going to go try to find us food. And as she's leaving, she's like, I think she's hearing his patronizing voice. She's already acting like he's been her mentor for like months, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. This is the way that she's approaching like I don't know, their relationship already. I'm like, you guys, he's not your mentor yet, you know? <laughs> And then, I don't know. Yeah, I wish... I, 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 w- <laughs> I, I want to read the middle Where's of this Where's the story? in-between? Yeah. Don Gunn cut out the I, middle. I feel bad because I think the beginning's written very well. And it's already a long story. But I would have traded the beginning part for just everything in between once she meets Yasuo and once they part ways. Because there's nothing there at all. And it's, it's such a bummer. And there was this really great moment that I loved a lot when, you know... Yasuo tells her, I didn't actually do the crime. You know, they, they're accusing me of something that I didn't do. And she says, like, I know. Like, that she knows him well enough somehow within their training that we never have to see. She knows him well enough that she already believed him and that he didn't do this thing. And he looks really sad. And there was a line that said it would have been easier if she just had believed that he was a murderer. But because she, like, cares about him, that's, like, hurting him in some way. I'm like, that's so good! But make me care more about it by showing me the relationship (laughs) because I haven't seen that. Yeah, for sure, right? And I think also when we start that scene in the end they're coming off of a hard day of training where the lesson did not go well and i think mm-hmm. i would really like to see some of because she the, the whole thing with her leaving is he's kind of like warning her again like you said yoda like oh you haven't finished your jedi training talia you gotta you know you're not you're not in full control so i'd like to know what does that mean right when like how does that manifest and when she's trying to do her stone shit what happens aside from like fucking up their clothes i guess <laughs> An interesting thing, too, that I just thought of, I'm, so we know that Talia's whole thing is that she's, she's got all this power, but she's, she's afraid to use it. She's exercising too much restraint and needs to kind of, uh, let go. And that seems like the opposite of the journey that Yasuo has been on, where he has always just gone all out and has spent so long trying to learn restraint. It seems odd that he's going to be the the teacher for for how to let go now. Well, it, it could be interesting to see that collide, and maybe yeah. he could learn from her in some ways. Yeah. That could be a really interesting dynamic that we never saw. <laughs> <we, yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Almost like they're learning from each other. I don't know, you know. Some, you know. Yeah. Um, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, I just have random quotes. So if you have overarching thoughts, I'd love to hear them. There are little details in here that I also, to me, feel like details have been missed. And I think what I would point to is like, like I said, Talia has lived her whole life in the desert. She's never been on the ocean. She's never seen snow. She's in Ionia, which from what we saw in like uh, Sisterhood of War is a pretty wackadoo place. Um, But there's never a moment where she's like, ah, snow. I've heard of that before, but I've never felt how cold it like. It's something like that. Or like seeing weird shit in Ionia. And I think also, I could be wrong, but I don't think Talia's ever seen someone killed in like violently in front of her and like five dudes get killed by Yasuo and she helps him do it and now look 
self-defense sure but if you if i told you right now that i killed five people in self-defense <laughs> that would color your perception of me a little right <laughs> she may have seen some of that in noxus but Maybe. i'm not that's sure a, when I, she was with the noxians but in which case that should be kind of brought up yeah yasuo does ult i didn't mention that but she yeah. knocks like a guard up and then he's <laughs> with, just with there to ult. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, i did like that detail i always like when they can work in yeah, yeah, I like yeah. her action. The her the action little sequence. I like her stuff a lot because it's really well uh, visual. Like, it's really easy to visualize when they describe yeah. the stuff she's doing. And it's pretty neat. But she seems in total control. I guess I'll say yeah. also that like she's yeah. not like oh I fucked up. Like right, you would think that she would fuck up and then Yasuo kind of has to like step in and you know one v five or something like that because she doesn't quite have it all down or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, to to your point too about the the whole death thing at the beginning of the story when she did run away from um, the the whole like ship that she got pushed out of mm. it did also say uh, at first she ran and then when she could no longer hear the breaking bones of the Ionian farmers and Noxian soldiers uh, then she walked that is true it's like there is a very good chance that she was close enough to witness a lot of that carnage That's too. fair. <laughs> Looks yeah. like she kind of swam ashore a battle that was already happening. That is true. I guess that's the thing where like, I would think in that in the when, we're, when we open the story and find her, she's at a pretty low point. She's alone, lost, in a strange land, and has no food, right? Um, you would think that you would, and having gone through that whole traumatic experience on the beach, you, I, she seems pretty plucky and, and, and like not terribly miffed about the whole situation, which I know she's pretty optimistic, but still. Yeah. I don't know. Your, your video also just got real long. Yeah, really shit the bed. started cutting yeah. out a lot. Really? Okay. Um, oh. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I can, I can rejoin okay, the call. You're good now. You're not cutting okay. out anymore. You're good. Weird. Uh-huh. Great. Uh, Let's see. Oh, yeah. By the way, her uncle is named Adnan. We find that out. <laughs> I do like the constant mentions of her tribe. And I do feel like I really wanted them to reunite by the time I was done with all these stories. Like, I just wanted to find her mom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so when you mentioned she was annoyed at Yasuo. So the quote leading up to that, he had said, a bird's trust is not in the branch beneath her. Talia had stopped listening, <laughs> which I, I do feel like Yasuo would be exhausting to hang out with. He yeah. sounds a lot like Shen, but more drunk. Which sure. might make it more fun. No, probably not. <laughs> he prob- no, he just he just makes even less sense. I do like. I yeah. really. I was really laughing when they're first at the end. He is. He is. He is so like edge lord like D and D character. He's like got to find the one dark corner, and he has to go right. sit and skulk in it. <laughs> like it's like I love the idea that they went through like three or four ends and they're like mm, there's not a dark enough corner there's for me to sit in. Too well lit corner. in here. <laughs> I'm like trying to do a strider a thing and like this isn't yeah. gonna work. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah. <clears throat> for the record, I do also like that that whole quote that Yasuo says to her. She then has that quote and that's one of her voice lines. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. One thing that makes me wonder if they've only met for like three weeks is when she sees Yasuo, she's like, do you remember me? And I'm like, I feel like right. if they had more of a relationship. <laughs> we hung out for that one weekend, remember? Yeah, we hung out that Catalina weekend. Island, we like... killed like four dudes together. It was so cool. <laughs> I gave you my thread that you're your ponytail now. Yeah. <laughs> what did Yasuo's hair look like before that? 
See, it made me curious because mm. in the cinematic where he's a kid, it's still pulled back. Wow. <laughs> Maybe yeah, he had a brief true. time where it wasn't. He was trying yeah. it down. It was his just... disguise. Yeah, it is. He's like, this is not working. <laughs> he's Clark Kenting it. He's just, <laughs> I wear it down. It's not working. It didn't work there. Maybe that's what yeah. he decided. I might as well put it up again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, was, <clears throat> I will say I also kind of like, because she's coming back to Shirima with the assumption that Azir is going to enslave everybody. And she seems to have only really caught that word from these two traitors who come in and kind of like, oh, you know, you, I hear your emperor is back. Um, so I kind of, I, I like that. I don't know what Azir is actually up to. I don't know if he's actually into, like, got that idea in his head. Seems like he would. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but I like that she's more operated. It's not, um, I'm trying to say that, like, in universe, she does has unreliable information and is kind of working off of that. That's a little more interesting than. I don't know Azir himself coming out and proclaiming like oh you're all my yeah. slaves now <laughs> yeah <laughs> so. this, and she still doesn't know even being in Shirima and a lot know. of people she runs into they know Azir's back but they don't really know what his plan is and some people are like let's go find out and some people are like I don't want to fucking know get right. me away from here I kind of like that I, it makes me really <laughs> yeah, sad me that Riot has obviously abandoned Azir and Zareth to like oh, we're not going to do anything with this shit because um, I like the the kind of big sense of uncertainty that's kind of happening in there right now Mm-hmm. Now this does come up a few times too. Um, well, it actually comes up in a later. I'll talk about it in a later story. That's where okay. it comes okay. up. More. Um, but uh, little hint. I, for I, the I, yeah, I know, right? Um, I do like though that the fact that Azir is is all about his slaves is something that has persisted through the history books so that yeah. sure. people do mm-hmm. also you know he wasn't painted as a hero after his death yeah like, oh, um, Azir guy oh no he sucks <laughs> and we didn't know that when we were in Azir I thought Azir was always seen as a hero so it is nice to get like these later stories and to find that people are like oh god he's back oh ew <laughs> yeah I mean that feels genuine right like could you imagine yeah. if I mean, no offense to George Washington, but if George Washington came back and was like, I think I'm going to be president again, it's like, I don't know, man. It's <laughs> I'm pretty sure that any disease would just kill him immediately, so don't worry about he's been, it. He's ascended. Ascended George Washington. He's taken the form of the oh bald eagle. Oh, God. Get him. No. <laughs> uh, he's just a nightmare, an actual nightmare. Oh man, that sounds kind of cool. Actually, I'm gonna that. <laughs> not George Washington though. Can we pick? I don't know who I would pick though. Uh, William Henry uh, Harrison. I lo- I'll trust yeah. you on Franklin the Pierce. <laughs> now we're just gonna name who are, the, who are the most like mundane, obscure presidents that you can think of. <laughs> John just went to Franklin Pierce University, so that's why he said it's oh, probably okay, the only reason he knows that name too. One hundred percent. It's one of those things where you go there for a year or two, and then you find out that it's named after a president. You're like, oh, oh shit, was he a good one? Or <laughs> oh, he was an alcoholic. Oh, okay, uh, you know, it could be a lot worse. <laughs> uh, so one one thing that I thought was interesting in this action piece. Um, so they say Yasuo slipped through the crowd of soldiers trapped in the room. They brandished their weapons, foolishly trying to parry the sword that stormed around them. Its metal arcing like lightning. It was too late. Yasuo's blade flashed in and out of the men, trailing lethal ribbons of red in a whirlwind behind them. And, like, y'all, like, you could have made... I feel like y'all could have made it out of here without that. I don't think you needed to do do all the murder. And, like, if it's a matter of, like, oh, well, they're just going to keep coming for me. Like, they're they're definitely going to keep coming for you now. And if you were... If you were innocent of the first murder, 
you're definitely guilty of these ones. And like, yeah, it's not even like they're thugs <laughs> that were hired to like rough you up and bring you in. Like they came in like, you killed our esteemed master. Like we've got to take you in, Yasuo. And they're like, oh, you'll have to kill me first. And then <laughs> fucking murders him. <laughs> that is true. He does yeah. go back there too. And like cl- his name gets cleared at some point, right? Was it with the it ribbon does. story? It was with that the ribbon story. <laughs> and are they like, the but Yasuo, my, my father was <laughs> All right, one next, of the army. <laughs> next I have Yasuo versus you know, the five families. Like, oh yeah, that's me. That's me. And he turns right back around. <laughs> That's my bad. No witnesses. I killed them. I mean, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I was surprised that he was killing them when I noticed that he was. I was like, oh, I thought like these were your people. Yeah. Um, Okay, go off, King. The lack of hesitation. Oh yeah, absolutely. From from Talia too. Yeah, they've done this before. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, why not write it that they're like Nox? Well, I guess Noxians wouldn't have any reason to come get them. Maybe they, but you know what? They're just, they're just whatever. I don't know. Even even if they were just like thugs that were like yeah. like they were they were like Navori uh, Brotherhood type folk. Right? Exactly. Yeah, they were high. Just they were like, trying to collect a bounty. They were bounty right? hunters. Yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, that would have been for good. Them. But they're like, oh no, these are these are the guards. They're here to bring you to justice for a murder that you know obviously you know you didn't do it, but they think you did. They really think you murdered this dude, and they want to take you to trial. Now, to Which be fair, they were going to kill him. They were not trying to take him to trial. They did shoot arrows and I shit at him. I guess that's fair. Yeah. I thought they told him to surrender, or he, and then he, and then he did. No, so they, they shoot they... the longbow and the crossbow at him, and he wind walls, and then shit pops off. But you're not wrong. He didn't uh, have to kill them because he obviously outclasses them to such a degree that he could probably like have just left. break some legs, or right? Yeah, yeah. kneecaps. In the Yasuo cinematics, we get. Like, where we get to see him just, like, fucking silent on fools. Like, he very rarely... I mean, I guess I'm talking more specifically of the Wild Rift one, which, you know, probably not canon. But, like, you know, he's styling on fools there. He's beating them with a teaspoon because he just wants to have his tea. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, look, if I mean, you look yeah, at... he murders his brother a little bit, but... Well, that's a misunderstanding, <laughs> all right? But if you look, the guy is, like has a literal tornado going through like a rank of Noxian soldiers and awaken. <laughs> Maybe these five not Ionian guards can just be let them let tornado. them live. let them work let them yeah. live right you know right. <laughs> Looney Tunes it they have all this like sitting there with like stars over their heads <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah oh Yasuo well you know what it's like you said he's, he goes all out okay <laughs> he goes big or he goes home or I guess <laughs> well he can't go home now can't go home, so. <laughs> He goes big and avoids home. <laughs> goes big and goes to fucking Bilgewater, I guess. Yeah. I can't imagine him in Bilgewater. It's so weird. Well, he goes to Yasuo Island while he's there, so it's just imagine yeah, Yasuo true. Island. <laughs> I feel like people would make fun of his hair so bad in Bilgewater. Like <laughs> he would just be bullied relentlessly. <laughs> I would love. I wish that was the case. They're constantly bullying Yasuo. Right. <laughs> He would probably just stab him, though. I don't know. Maybe he's learned control Apparently. by that point. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so we're going to do Bloodlines next. Is that what's next? By on Graham, McNeil. By Graham McNeil. So it's a nice short one. Was, and we've never talked about it before. So let's really get into the nitty gritty. Yeah, right? this is our first time <laughs> oh, talking about Bloodlines. We talked about this one so much. Uh, we but have. I actually read the Talia parts more this time. Yeah, <laughs> likewise. I had skimmed them a lot before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which and is, now I just skim the NASA's parts, <laughs> which is the bulk of it. So you know, yeah. it's yeah. Um, but it follows. It follows kind of Talia. Um, she is. I think it starts with her on a caravan. Is that right? Where she's kind of heading towards. Oh, I didn't write it down. Fucking. Oh. 
Vakura. I'm pretty sure because it makes me think of Vakura. Vakura. Yeah. Um, and I remember I thought it sounded like vermouth, and then I looked up the name, and I was like, "Wow, this is nothing like vermouth." I was way wrong. So yeah, that what you said. Right. <laughs> yeah, that plays. Um, and I think so. it had. She is like thinking about like, oh, it had been a, it had just been a, a ruin, but there's the person she had been talking to is kind of talking about like, oh no, it's it's back, you know, it's years back on the scene. Um, it's the city is revitalized. She's kind of. Uh, it, you know, Scram McNeil piece is super vivid about her kind of like, ah, oh, it's great to be back in Sharina, you know, it's, you know, Freljord, whatever is nice, but this is like, ah, back up, back home, you know, and, and, uh, and they kind of come up on the city and she sees, oh yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's bustling, um, even though it's still kind of ruins that they, they're building a city kind of out of, um, she's going around, she had run into a woman who's been injured, Siver. And so she is working on getting supplies for herself, but also for Sivir, because she had promised to take care of her. And, and that's definitely something that we see with Talia across almost all her stories, is she will put others first and, and help them at her own expense or whatever. Uh, so she's running around Vakora and runs right into the back of this guy who's like super hooded up and is super big and his legs don't bend the right way. Don't worry, he's it's fine. It's <laughs> masses. And... Uh, and she's like, oh, sorry. And he's like, off you go. Be careful. And then she scampers off. Pats her head. <laughs> right. And here's a shiny gold, gold, you know, gold quarter for your I love that. Don't spend it all in one place. A lot of it's like the Ness is doing his thing around the city, but uh, it kind of cuts back to Talia with another injured champion in her in her midst. Um, she's with Sivir, and she, they're kind of just back and forth things. Sivir's waking up. She's telling Sivir what's going on. Oh, I found you injured. Where am I at? Etc. Um, Nasus is back doing his thing. Zareth is coming. That's the big issue is that Zareth's coming up on the city. Um, he's rolling up because he's there to kill Sivir, I suppose. And so Nasus kind of seeks out Sivir and stumbles into Talia and Sivir. And Nasus gives them the, the, the 411, right? Like, hey, Zareth is, is around. He's going to kill you. He's a big evil magus. Um, Talia's kind of asking about like Azir and I think she even asks does he does Azir plan to enslave everybody and Nasus is like well I don't know but he <laughs> is gonna kill Zareth I can't so. say no can't say no it's <laughs> not that definite um, but he is he stands against Zareth so I'm I'm with him and uh, so Talia Nasus kind of convinces Sivir like you need to get out of here you need to leave uh, and they, she he she kind of does on Nasus's promise that he'll help protect people in the city, and uh, he goes to go do that. Sivir starts, I guess, heading out of town. Sivir fights, or sorry, Nasus fights Zareth, and he gets his, his shit pushed in. And as he's about to get like buried under rubble and not killed, but just left there for Renekton to come kill him later, um, the stone under him kind of up around him to protect him. This this like they're pulling a, a, a rise of the Sentinels, right? Zareth is dropping a building on him. <laughs> Um, and so the stone rises up to meet, to meet the rubble, and he he realizes that he's not dead. I'm not dead. This is cool. Uh, he gets he pushes his way out of this this like stone uh, like dome bubble that is kind of formed around him to protect him, and he sees that many of those other like stone domes have popped up all over the city to help protect various citizens. And he's like, ah, he kind of like I don't know. He wishes like off into the distance. He's like, nice one, Tulia. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he raises a glass to her. And um, I don't think she shows up actually in this, this story again. Assumedly, she had helped people and then left. Like so. But mm -hmm. um, that's mostly it. She doesn't really do a, a ton. She's mostly there to kind of inter in interrogate Sivir and uh, and help people, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, it's a good story, though, which we've talked story. about before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is this is after this is kind of where they meant first mention that she was in the Freljord. Um, they said Ionia was wondrous, and the frozen landscapes of the Freljord were stunning in their own way, um, which confused me at first. But then I went back and read them in the right order, and it was all clarified. <laughs> now what I'm curious about is why we don't hear more about Talia in any of the other like Freljord champion stories because it kind of seems like. The girl who can keep herself warm by vibrating the rocks on her cloak would be kind of a big deal in the Freljord. I think it's a big missed opportunity because we talked at length many times now about like, hey, there's a nice little parallel running between these two places. Tribal culture is really big in both of them. She's very big into that. Um, Or she's just hooked into it, right? So Mm -hmm. why not spend a story there and you could get it. You could do all sorts of fun stuff. You know, it made me think um, back when we were doing Lee Sin Udir came by Ionia to do a little training to to get some control for a little bit. Maybe she can tag along with Udir for a bit, and and maybe mm. he would be very different from Yasuo, right? And you could kind of contrast. Yeah. And, and you know, he's tooling around with the Winter's Claw, which she wouldn't be down with. So you could you can have all sorts of fun conflicts there with that type of yeah. situation. I think you could explain finishing up her training to a that point too, here right? too. Yeah, uh, which would be good if you want to insist that she left Yasuo beforehand, which it, that's fine. Um, yeah, I think that could be really interesting. I also really, uh, I meant to mention this earlier, I'd really like to see more interaction with other Noxians because I, I feel like when she got to Noxus, it was at such a such a point, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she has a really, really negative idea of Noxus, which is totally understandable. I don't think she's ever going to side with Noxus, but she really ran into people who really, really wanted to use her in such a bad way. And I don't think every Noxian would. And I'm just kind of curious about that. So my guess, too, and, and this could also be part of, I guess, why why they did the whole pushing off the boat as mm. opposed to making it to the shore and her running away, is like, my perception is that Noxus probably thinks she's dead or she has been sentenced mm. to death in there. The only reason they're not after her is because they already think she's dead. So, or or at the very least, if that's not the case, that's probably what she thinks. Mm-hmm. Um, which would kind of explain why she's like, "All right, let's stay the fuck away from Noxians because I don't want them coming after me anymore." Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You could you could totally play into that with like maybe the Black Rose sends out Samira after her or a Samira counter yeah. like competitor type person, some non-champion who we can kill at some point. Um, you know, they find you, out she can move rocks, and then they're like, oh, can she be a metal bender, too? We're going to need her like for rocks, a fight right? against Mordekaiser. <laughs> sure. We find Rel, we put Talia into Rel, and then it's all... Bada-bing, bada-boom, we're done. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> like a turducken. <laughs> totally <laughs> It was not our human centipede, and I prefer to <laughs> It was a good choice. Thank you. Yeah, Rado. yeah. Uh, yeah, I, um, I do like this. I do like this story. Um, as like I was saying, the descriptions of the way she's experiencing being back in Shirima are pretty. They're pretty cool. I, I, it's just really. I like the writing. Yeah, I like very, how um, how different it is too. Like this is her home, but something she noted was like seeing two people from tribes that were warring when she left are now like standing together and she's like what the fuck is going on sure yeah <laughs> the hell happened when i left right 
Yeah, and it seems I've been to... gone for X years. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? How much could change in years, right? It's... <laughs> A bus goes by when she says it. <laughs> um, I could be wrong, but I think isn't that also sort of supposed to be that everyone's that is happening because people are kind of caught up in the wave of like Azir's back, and you know it's a, we're the Shereeman Empire again, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So yeah. I kind of like that that. Yeah, Azir's a prick, and, and there's probably a lot of bad coming with him, but that it's in turn having these almost kind of good knock-on effects of, like, ending yeah. hostilities. It's, I'm liking that. It's especially, adding some depth to it, you know? Yeah. Especially at this time, too, where I'm sure a lot of these smaller villages and, and shit like that in Shirima, like, all of them at this point have had to have heard about the Void just fucking swallowing up cities. That's true. Like, mm-hmm. The Void's sure. growing to such a point. Yeah. It's like, very Watchmen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, of them get, to like, getting together. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, most definitely. But, um, mm-hmm. So there's a quote here, and this was kind of what I was talking about before. Um, she was talking to people to get the lay of the land, get some information. So most of it was conflicting and fantastical. <laughs> Visions of sand warriors. Blizzards of lightning from clear skies. <laughs> rivers flowing where no water had run. Which, like, this seems a little judgmental for someone who's seen what the fuck you've seen. Like, you literally apprenticed a dude who could create tornadoes just <laughs> yeah, with his sword. but that's in a land she's unfamiliar with. This is Sharima. She mm-hmm. knows Sharima. She's, yeah. You bend she rocks. She Sharima. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. What People you, have what done that. that? The gr- there was a great weaver who can bend rocks, I guess. That's a god. <laughs> <laughs> and now she is too. Shut up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I also like the fact that like Azir being back Okay, I believe that. That's enough to get me back to Sharima. But Sand Warriors? That's outrageous! <laughs> you can just make something out of, like, some material, some element, and use that? Come on now. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. <laughs> Reading too many books. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. So, there, there was another thing, too. They, they might kind of mentioned here that they kind of implied here that she hides her abilities... Um, a lot of the time, because she said, like, with no one around, she can make much better time. Um, mm. So, like, you know, she's not using her stone bending if there are people watching. Um, which, you know, kind of, kind of also, I guess, think lead, lead, maybe leads credence to the fact that she is worried about Noxus, too. Mm. Like, they don't want the stories of the, the stone bender they thought was dead getting back to them. Um, but it also does also raise the point, maybe don't wear a stone cloak. That makes you a little conspicuous. Not a lot of people wear stone cloaks. I mean, it's not Those fully are heavy. made of stone, right? There's like, it's like a stone collar and the bottoms of all of them are she just have stone. A stone maybe it's it just, maybe it just looks like stones, you know? It's like a hot new trend. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, it's styrofoam. Fishing line is just, you know, it's a... Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's woven together and spray painted. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this took me really 18 light. hours to it. put together. And also like, she has gold <laughs> sewn into it. Shit's gotta be heavy as it's fuck. It's on the inside. They, you know, I think. It's still gotta be so heavy people though. can't see it. <laughs> I did like that detail that she sews her money into her clothes so she can't get robbed, yeah. assumedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's been to Sharima before. This ain't her first rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, when she does meet, or when she is kind of helping Sivir, she, she makes that observation that... Um, she has a ton of scars, but only one in her back. She's like, oh, whoever this woman was, only one of her enemies had not met her face to face. Which, 
to Cass's credit, after Sivir survives a certain amount of assassination attempts, you should stop going for her face to face. <laughs> Y'all gotta stop that shit. She hasn't lost. I mean, she's gotten injured a ton, but y'all keep dying, and Cass is the only one who is like, oh no, I could do this from behind, and she can't do anything. <laughs> Can I bring up again that they redid Sivir Splash again, and she still doesn't have scars all over? Like, I would really like to see like her as like a like a really bad old, battered warrior, you know? Yeah. Maybe, you know? Well, maybe I feel like yeah. Samira actually like is way more kind of in line with what I would because she kind of yeah. does have some scars and That's a missing true. eye. Yeah, like, <laughs> like if you if you were to describe S- Sivir to me, I would have pictured Samira over Sivir for sure. Sure, and it's not like you know. So, I mean, even so far as like Samira's got her little taunt or whatever with the gold coin and shit, which seems mm, right out of Sivir's playbook, so right? Sivir. Gold and yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. That's all right. Well, what you gonna do? Uh, let's see. <clears throat> she's got an interaction with Sivir where she's like, uh, do I know you? Does your tribe want me dead? Tilia frowned. No, I don't think so. We're herders, weavers, travelers. We don't really want anyone dead. Then you're one of the few who don't. <laughs> Which like, what a flex. You know Sivir was she's a little cool proud to say shit, that. She's cool as shit, though, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, <laughs> you're one of the few who don't. Yeah, you know, and yeah, she's got the scars to fucking back it up. And she's right. She's, she's not even exaggerating. Yeah. <laughs> I do like that Talia comes from, like, this very peaceful tribe in Shariba. Because Shariba just, everything ruthless, we've gotten yeah. is so ruthless. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we make clothes and goats. Clothes. I don't think mm-hmm. they make the goats, but... <laughs> <laughs> they facilitate the goat making process, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah, they, observe. they help those goats fuck. <laughs> yes, thank you. Those are two different men there, Mark. Just they facilitate the goat making process. <laughs> and John, they help the goats fuck. <laughs> really... They show them how it's done. <laughs> Get you a man who can do both, right? <laughs> so oh, uncouth. Um, now this this last bit is a big question i have for talia that's going to extend into further uh stuff for her Mm -hmm. um so talia just straight up shielded an entire city Mm -hmm. from a zareth alt Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like like it was nothing yeah that seems kind of important now (laughs) nasus just got his ass kicked hardcore with his whole like melee uh attempt that didn't work out well for nasus i'm not convinced that talia could not just take Zareth. like i mean i mean it's all lightning powers right she controls rocks like <laughs> i played pokemon i know how this goes <laughs> right <laughs> and like and we're gonna see this again in the climb cinematic where i'm pretty sure that's zareth shooting his alt at her again yeah Yeah, she's just fucking surfing on the rocks blocking his shit like it is absolutely nothing i am curious does zareth now know about her and i imagine he would definitely want her fucking gone if he does and his ear would be like oh my god who is that girl bring her here right now Right. Yeah, it's it's almost like oh i like the idea of azir hunting her actually to use her Kind that of seems the, something like he would do. Yeah, right. And he would kind of be doing the same thing with Sivir. It's almost like this is the big opening like sequence to a huge, cool narrative that this has been dropped <laughs> like a sack of fucking potatoes, right? <laughs> that yeah. doesn't sound like something they would do. What? Yeah. 
It's certainly not twice with Talia alone. Oh, with two separate, no. really huge like, overarching storylines. I like how they yeah. had all this, and then years pass after this bloodline story. And they're like, well, let's just put her with the void. <laughs> We're going to do something really cool with them. This is going to be, it'll make up yeah, the for void's dropping gonna that be last better. story. Yeah, the void's going to be cooler, guys. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Void events 2023, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> 2024, yeah. maybe. We're going to get it. It's going to happen. One of these okay. days. One of these days, right? Uh, hmm. That all was right. all the notes I had for that. Uh, all right. Because okay. we've got. I mean, the next the next story is really short, and I don't yeah, think we'll have a color ton story. to say about it. So, yeah. Also yes. by Ariel Lawrence. Yep. Mm-hmm. So echoes in the sand, or echoes in the stone. 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 I didn't write it down. I, ho- I assumed I'd remember. Sand may seem more to make more sense, but here we are. They're all technically in the stone is in the sand, so it counts. Sure. <laughs> I mean, it's a genuine question. Can she control sand? It's little stones. Maybe you have to really is- focus. It is a big question because then uh, she definitely would also be able to take a zir. <laughs> sure, she's just fucking up all the ascended left and right. Well, I mean, she she's kind of positioned to be someone to do that type of thing. Frankly, uh, she got enough control and experience and whatever. That's like the that's like the blood bending type thing. He's like you got to have so much yeah. you know, oh, ability. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is actually following up after Bloodlines. Um, she is. Making her way downtown to the <laughs> <laughs> to the like a nerd, <laughs> the re-risen Shreeman capital. Um, she she references, I believe, Siver as like that woman in Vakora and not Siver. I don't know why. Yeah, whatever. Which, which all the fucking which time, is, dude. Which, if you remember from the Siver episode, we had an entire segment dedicated to all the things people call Siver other than Siver. Um, but she's following her direction, and she's following a stream. And kind of as she's following it, the the river, like the the water is like there's more and more as she's going towards this place. And essentially, when she gets there, she sees that there's a bunch of people there, but they're all kind of camped out outside, and everyone's sort of in this weird state of like no one quite knows what to do. There's not anyone running the whole situation. It's just a bunch of randoms have all kind of gathered up because of the word that Azir is back in town. Um, but there is this big crazy lightning storm that's also approaching. So some people are like, we need to get in. Some people are like, we're going to stay and try and weather the storm. And, and, it, and it's just a big air of confusion, but it's all very panicky. And this woman there is, she's just kind of asking like, hey, what's you know, what's the deal? What's going on? And um, I'm looking for my family. She's looking for her family there, asking about, have you seen like weavers? And this woman she's talking to is kind of like, is, is A, the, the, the initial is that this woman is super into his ear. She's a big gung-ho Azir person she's like head. yeah the hawk emperor is is, is back right. 20 you know Azir's back 2024 uh <laughs> welcome to the hawksters <laughs> um she's like there there were some weavers that went in there early they're probably in the city you know i don't think that like no one who's gone in has come out but surely this is the place to be and she almost like in the tide of like the crowd and like the, this panic situation is this kind of ends up inside the city walls um what a weird thing to not take as a red red flag yeah they're probably in there no one who's come in has come out <laughs> well they might right. find it safe you don't know yeah yeah that's 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 yeah who knows uh but she gets in and everyone's and again everyone's kind of coming to the walls and again everyone's just kind of milling about because they're like we don't really know what's going on there's not like a tour guide or anything and there are guards but they're all just kind of standing around and just very like stoic and not moving at all and they're if you've you know if you've play the game obviously they're decked out in the same thing as azir's sand soldiers in the game 
and she's like okay this is fucking weird uh and the longer she spins in it the weirder it feels and then she puts her hand on like a wall and it's as though the memory of like the the big to do when Azir's ascension fucked up has been kind of seared into like almost the memory of the stone. I don't know if it's because a big magical event or whatever. Um, and that's when she realizes, oh, this is not not at all good. This is not a city. This is just a big tomb that just has been brought out. And I need to find my family. And that's kind of where it ends. Yeah, it's pretty short. Um. I, not to go back to this, but I, I feel like for some reason this just triggered in my mind, and now I'm upset about her not referencing Sivir by her name. When she finds out Sivir's name, she's like, oh, you know, wh- what is your name? And she's like, oh, I'm Sivir. The first thing she says is, yeah, I knew Sivir. I, I knew her I knew her name way before she told me, and I could tell even by looking at her that that was Sivir. <laughs> Just call her Sivir! Right. That woman <laughs> from v- Vakora? That lady... <laughs> That, yeah, that scarred woman. Yeah. I wonder sometimes if they do this because they want to leave room for, like, what if they change Sivir so drastically that it wouldn't... I don't know. She didn't ever meet Talia, so, like, Talia has to have this line vague enough that... I, I don't know. That's the that woman stupid. incident. Yeah, it's the so man. dumb. <laughs> I'm a, I would love this. I actually would love this. If any time another champion was referenced, like, and they're not literally in the story, it's just some bullshit like that. The wind man, the dog guy. Like, it's... Oh, man, I'm loving it. <laughs> That mechanical cyborg werewolf from Zahn could be anyone. (laughs) Could be be anyone. (laughs) What a way to describe Warwick. That's so good. I hope that's a subtitle. Anyway. (laughs) Oh my god. It fucking better be if it's not. (laughs) Alright, you better change that before we get to the W's. (laughs) You got time. We got time. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I had a question. Sure. Presumably, this storm is 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 the Zareth thing, right? Is, yeah. is, that, is that what we're thinking? Yeah. Yeah. It seems why, is to get, why is it getting closer? Isn't he looking for? Maybe he's looking for Sivir? Talia now. <laughs> Maybe he's looking to Rumble. He's just he's drunk. He just got <laughs> well, done he's making in the some back wrong area. If he's <laughs> looking for Rumble, <laughs> John. <laughs> Actually, he's not. Rumble's in Sharima. Last we saw him, frankly. Oh God, you're right. Oh my God, Shit. it's true, huh? Style. Damn. Upon. <laughs> Well, he's not here. Damn. He's somewhere else. He's a Nazi he's territory. Who knows? Yeah. He's looking for an old grandpa. Um. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, looking for Sivir, we know a few things about Sivir. Mm-hmm. One, fucking does not want to be anywhere near Azir. And we know where Azir is. So that seems like the one place you shouldn't look for Sivir. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he doesn't Literally know everywhere that. else in Sharima. <laughs> yeah. I was a little confused. Is is she in the city? Is Talia in the city that Azir is now in? That's, like that's about, that was is my she understanding. Close to Azir? Yeah. Okay. Is it, it's yeah. Yeah, it's right. wild that it, the next story we get is hollow spun, and we have again nothing in between this. Did she meet Azir? Did she leave right away? Did she give up on her family altogether? I know, right? Did she realize her family wasn't here? But she had heard that they were. So I don't know. It's a big. Stumble. I do like. So there is, I will say the one thing they do, the one big takeaway I got from this story as to why this might lead into hollow spun Mm -hmm. is the fact that this city is back up. The the whole way that Talia was tracking her family was to follow the trail of the waters that her family usually Mm -hmm. falls because they, year after year, the waters go in very predictable ways. That. So she would have been able to track her family, very little problem. The problem being, when this city rose out of the ground, 
all of the waters flowed into this city and now none of the normal routes that she would have used to track her family are there anymore so she's just fucking flying blind sure i, I mean i like that a lot i guess frankly. that might explain how she can swim <laughs> <laughs> if her family's always following some kind of water i guess i assumed it's like up to your knees type water yeah right? like desert water yeah you float maybe don't get me wrong but you know like um, that is a neat. Like I like that that idea a lot, and I guess I would like to see a bit where Talia almost is like, I don't know, panicking at that realization that yeah, I have yeah. no way of knowing. And maybe she spends some time in the city and realizes that like they're not here, or pretty sure they're not here, and it's too weird and creepy and dangerous to spend time in. And it's like, what do you do? Where do you go? You know? Yeah, um, I guess I think something that would make sense for her is you know tribes probably talk so, and and when we see her in hollow spun she's trying to help people like she does that's what she does so maybe she's thinking word will spread that there's a girl who can weave stone and it will get back to my family and they'll know i'm in sharima and maybe if we're both looking for each other <laughs> yeah I, <laughs> we'll have a better shot hopefully we'll have better luck than the darken who are also looking for each other and both in sharima and well, can't the fucking darkens find are each fucking other yeah, one of them's though. a bunch of dogs it's, it's, it, yeah. one of them is just a bunch of dogs have you seen dogs they're dumb as bunch hell of dogs these. in a trench coat <laughs> I, I like that idea a lot, Rebecca, because that makes me think of Ezreal, where like he wants to get to find his parents by being so oh, brash and whatever. And yeah. who is Ezreal kind of hooked into? Maybe, maybe Kaisa, and maybe Cassidy, and maybe they all meet up together in one Ooh, big. Ooh, they're all just trying to find their parents. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, they'd be like a little like reality show. <laughs> Wait, Kaisa doesn't understand why she's a part of it, and then there's this big reveal. Actually, Kaisa, your father is alive. <laughs> what? She runs backstage. I want, I want this show. So yeah, she's like, oh my god, no, they're making it up. And Talia's like, it's like, it's okay. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, my god. I can see it. I can see it so good. I want this reality show right. now so bad. Can that be season two of Arcane? <laughs> John, can you come up with a name for me, please, of the three of them trying to find their parents? Oh, God. You can take the, the rest of the episode. Okay, okay. Think I'll it. think about it. It'll you watch enough reality TV, because yeah. I don't, watch, uh, I don't yeah. know what these yeah. would be called. Uh. <laughs> Great, that's all he'll be able to think about the whole episode. I know, right? It's, don't worry, I'll, I'll think of something. Um, I did have a note here, too, that like feeling the echoes... She mentions that like this this place is particularly bad you know the the echoes of the dead because a shit ton of people died here but i'm but but she can also feel the echoes of the dead in normal stone but it's not like it's not a big deal (laughs) but i imagine shirima must be an awful place for that because so many fucking people die here and it's all stone basically Yeah. (laughs) yeah i'm sure it's like the only thing that's left right yeah i do like that uh i'm sorry (laughs) <laughs> you just like shrugged at me like Whatever. that's fine don't worry about it do you want to go what, no, what no, were no, we no, say? no 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 go ahead <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> i feel like from azir's perspective him rising again and raising up the city seemed like like a great golden wonderful thing he was bringing the city back and then from talia's perspective she calls it a tomb and i really do like this kind of dark creepy horrible version of it that it actually is right mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's almost kind of like, makes me think a little like the Shadow Isles, right? Like some stuff like that type mm. situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's that's why I like this story a lot. It's so short, but it feels very effective. Like the, the, the sense yeah. of like, just no one knows what the fuck's going on. No one, like there's no one running anything. Everyone's just kind of caught in this weird panic. 
and it's just a bunch of like I, I cattle is like the best way I can describe it. They're like just just like herd mentality of like uh, going to the city, and then they're in there, and it's like I don't know what the fuck we do. There's these weird guards who know who don't talk, I guess, and just stand there. There's no like crime yeah. happening, I suppose. Um, and what's Azir doing? Is he just watching people? It's like, like get here, and he's like, the ah, gift yes, shops are people. open. <laughs> yeah. <Come down. laughs> And it's just like these empty, there's like bones inside the hole. Feast. Clean those up. Feast. You eat sand, right? That's what you eat, right? I do not remember. I'll chew it for you. <laughs> it just rains vomit down on everybody. I'm caring for you. They all fuck is here, man. Oh, fuck. I was gonna say I do like the the being able to sense the like echoes maybe not even just the dead of like the past and stones and I wish that ability had been yeah. pulled back into other previous stories like <clears throat> yeah she mentioned that it had happened before but we never saw that we were just told that so, sure. yeah that is interesting yeah hmm. all right hello right. spun hello we talk about this a lot with hello hello <laughs> hello spun. <laughs> This is very much a Kaisa story yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, it's from Kaisa's perspective. Um, but Talita does have a, a big role in it. Um, for Kaisa's part, she is hunting. She's hunting void creatures. She's following this tunnel. Um, she's following this tunnel, and she's seeing a bunch of void creatures, and they're weird and new. Like void creature creatures are always weird, I suppose. But these ones are like new, weird ones. Um, that she hasn't seen before and she starts kind of fighting them and she realizes she's kind of out of position and caught like a bunk amongst a bunch of them and she, it's sort of like a dire situation and then uh all of a sudden you know she gets some help like the sand starts crumbling down beneath the the creatures and she's trying <laughs> to climb <laughs> the whatever man the the fucking <laughs> earth falls beneath them and um <laughs> And she's trying to climb out because she's kind of down below the, the the surface of the earth. And these handholds start popping out of the walls. And she climbs up and realizes, oh, uh, it, you know, Talia is there. And Talia is the one who had kind of helped her. And what's going on is that Talia has a bunch of a bunch of people. It's like a lot of like young kids and, and uh, elderly folks. So a lot of people who are probably not really able to fend for themselves or like really protect themselves out here on the, the desert. And they're trying to make it to a place called... Jolan, I guess we'll say Zolan. I don't know X O L A N, whatever. Because yeah. um, there's the rumor is that oh, it's a safe haven. Um, it's safe from the void. All these people have had their their towns consumed by the void, um, and Talia is trying to help them get to safety. Um, now Kaisa is very mercenary about the whole thing, and is like, look, you're not gonna fucking make it. Um, you need to cut your loose your weakest links and you know you'll be able to get across with with what's left but Talia kind of is very stubborn and and refuses Um, and they eventually part ways and Kaisa just goes back down into the tunnel and she kind of notes that this tunnel has been going in a straight line and it's going straight in eastward like in the direction that they're heading that Talia and her people are heading towards Shalon I guess Um, and as she's kind of going along she also is kind of cottoned on that the seems like there's um the new voidlings and the old Cersei don't get along they don't like each other there's some sort of rift happening between them uh and she hears some screaming sort of void rift yeah very good <laughs> <laughs> rebecca looks disgusted and uh um, 
she hears screaming and it is Talia's people and what had been happening is they were trying to cross a part of the, the sand uh, Talia had formed a big stone bridge over it for them to walk across and is it Samir? is that his name? yeah Sammy. Samir yeah Sammy <laughs> Sammy boy <laughs> Sammy <laughs> who she is <laughs> Sammy <laughs> Sam get out of there <laughs> get out of the sand uh, Sam who she had met before uh, he's kind of a he's a little braggart um, had fallen off the bridge and is down trapped below and Talia doesn't want to leave him but she also is kind of like she can't keep this bridge up forever it's it's strain too much strain um, but she goes in after him uh, Kaisa has a moment where she was going to kill some kids to scare them off so they would all run away but she doesn't because she's de- she's determined to not be as much of a prick and she instead <laughs> goes to go help Talia and uh, Talia is down there and she's protecting <laughs> the you know Samir from the, the voidlings Kaisa goes down to go fight them and with, between the two of them they fight them off and everyone survives and in fact as they're kind of climbing up um, all the kids that she had told to go fuck off actually have all kind of rushed back over to help and have brought like have brought others with them to come help and and it's like a big metaphor for like working together and you know accepting help from other people etc um at the end of it all Talia kind of acknowledges that you know to a degree Kaisa you were right we can't all go out to Zolan and 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 Kaisa has also kind of told her hey yeah the tunnel's going to Zolan it's not safe the void has it um so Talia sends the rest of her people. I guess there's just some other option. It's like, well, I guess we could also just go to that place. And that other place is fine. And they'll go there, but I'm going to go with you, Kaisa, and we're going to go to Jolan together. And if it's taken by the Void, we'll take it back and we'll m- make it right. Um, so they go off together to go be in a cinematic. And that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where it ends, I suppose. Yeah. Now, real quick. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about Orphans? where all the orphans are trying to find their parents, but then they find out that their parents are actually people who they've been following their works inadvertently and being like, oh, that's amazing, John. That was was really good. good. Or ruin terrible parents. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, no, I like that one better. So Orphans is the first one that came out, and it was really good, and someone was like, hey, that's doing well. We're going to make our own version. And it's like a shitty version of it. It's like a Jerry Springer where it's like Rel and her mom and like Syndra and her mom. Her mom's probably (laughs) dead now. But you know what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I love this. Good stuff. Right, I can Good focus job, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, you knew that story. You read it. You didn't need to listen to yeah, it. I honestly. got notes on it anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I have a quote here. Uh, so, well, this isn't actually a quote. This is just an observation. So, mm. so Kaisa and Talia are the same age. Mm. Oh, really? Uh, Talia sees past the monster exterior mm. and saw the human within Beautiful. right away. Uh, both are dedicated to protecting others. Mm-hmm. I mean... It's a nice shit. This seems like the next shit. It's a good shit. <laughs> Come on, give, give us Kylia. It's Talia and her hot goth girlfriend. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the itty bitty goth girlfriend. <laughs> You're a tiny lady. She's not that small. <laughs> She's like, 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 I'm thinking like palm size Someone's or something. I'm talking about Vex. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> talking about her boobs what no yeah you are no what what god what this, her i know this, right this lady uh 
There's a quote, uh, everyone looks at Kaisa expectantly. She does her best approximation of a smile. Close-lipped, so as to not look too aggressive. It doesn't seem to scare the children. A victory. <laughs> Which gave real big fucking Terminator vibes. Where, <laughs> where Arnold Schwarzenegger's like trying to smile. <laughs> Did you guys see all the memes of uh, DeSantis trying to smile at the end of like the Republican <laughs> whatever debate? So fucking funny, dude. You gotta look at, Cause somebody did uh, pair it with the Terminator trying to smile. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> anyway. Uh, there's another quote here where Kaisa is eating, you know, the barbecue that they're giving her. I like how all your notes are about Kaisa. Do you think maybe you had these exact notes? I didn't actually. Oh, okay. it, 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 you know, it, now I need to say them because okay. I missed yeah, them yeah. at the time. Sure, sure, sure. We don't have enough with Talia, <laughs> yeah. so. Right. Uh, the taste brings back <laughs> old memories of life with her parents, of her father cooking over an open flame. Um, so, like, barbecue cassette and skin where? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I kind of like it. He I like be, it. He could be cooking it on his, like, dick spike. John! Oh, dear, sure. On. Thank you. Uh, not picturing hot dogs on it. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not lengthwise. No, it's all like, you know. Oh, oh shit. I guess you can only get one lengthwise. I don't know. Split <laughs> right in half. <laughs> Some of the elders speak of the, of the sun-blessed ascended warriors others tell the story this is kaisa by the way going around the camp oh. talking to people mm-hmm. some of the elders speak of the sun-blessed ascended warriors others tell the story of the last emperor and the chaos that followed his death zypha describes the darkness that infected the ascended and drove them to madness and evil none are believable kaisa kaisa you literally hunt monsters from another dimension on the daily with the help of your alien skin suit that can summon plasma. Ascended is hard to believe? Come on, people. Yeah, no one believes also, anything. Also, she's from Sharima, right? right? Like, wouldn't she have known about Ascended when maybe she was a like, kid? Maybe she's like a big conspiracy theorist, right? Yeah, like one of those, like, I love this. <laughs> this. Oh, great. Guys, is on <laughs> The about. Ascended are all just fucking crab people, guys. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kaisa. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, man. Also, I just have a... Uh... <laughs> so, Talia was trying to raise the or no Talia broke down camp camp was basically just like domes of stone that Talia had raised mm-hmm. so she broke down camp and Kaisa noticed she saw the sheen of sweat on the girl's brow this exhausts her more than she lets on and like yeah that's because she didn't finish her training why does nobody finish their training in this world she they did things to do front. John yeah, right they got yeah. families except for the fact that she doesn't seem to really give a shit about what's going on with her family anymore i mean i don't know she describes all the Put people them on that the she's, game show too right she's describing all these people as like her family which i guess maybe they kind of are an adopted family i, I think suppose, i had but. i think i had thought that this was her tribe when we first read it oh really um yeah but i it was before i knew anything about talia mm-hmm yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, what, I mean, that's just kind of what I said earlier. It's a bit of a stumble because it's it's been such like a, a like her core motivation, right? That's why she's back in Sharima and all this stuff. She's super scared about what's going to happen with his ear, and then it's just sort of like, well, I'll just help. But other. now the void. Yeah. Right. It's just like yeah, the void's the new hotness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Talia has a line in here when they're fighting. 
Keep running, Talia shouts. That's what triggers the explosions. The rock like explosions. From in game. <laughs> Except it does. It, does walking across them actually still trigger them? I could be wrong. I thought it was at like it did damage yeah. when it cast and then it has a secondary. It's if you use movement abilities across them, it yeah. triggers. Yeah. If you like dash or something. Yeah. Whatever. Um, or, or if you uh, trist on a rocket jump, which is I what I like to do across them all the time when I kill myself as Tristana against <laughs> that's fun that's fun uh, so they have uh, another interaction kind of after Tilia went to go save the one and then almost got her tribe killed and then Kaisa went to go save her uh, when they needed you the most you abandoned them you left them all to die so you could try and maybe save one person Talia is quiet for a moment not that I'm not grateful, but you know you did the same thing when you came down to help me, right? Sparks? John. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I don't see it. I don't see it. I think it's Sparks. weird. Sparks? <laughs> I think it's... Kaisa's paying attention to the sheen on Talia's brow. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Look, you gotta see... She bought a sheen, man. It's important. You gotta know what <laughs> items you like to has. <laughs> That's what Sheen does. It gives you a night light, nice light glisten. <laughs> I think skin. it's weird to me the idea that they're the same age, um, because maybe because she's constantly referring to Talia as a girl, and I guess I just kind of from that it makes me feel like Kaisa's older than Talia. Yeah, but maybe she's just older she's, beyond she's her been years. Through some shit. Yeah. Uh, there's another line here. Talia steps forward and takes Kaisa's hands in her own. <laughs> they feel warm and calloused even through Kaisa's second skin. If she had been there when my home fell to the void, maybe I could have been something different. Spar! <laughs> <laughs> uh, together they set out across the Cycalique on a floating stone bridge, their destinies momentarily woven into one. Or permanently woven <laughs> into one? <laughs> you know that's not gonna happen. <laughs> There's only one. There's only room for one happy couple in the League of Legends champions. We already got it. Mm. Mm. Diego and the Soul. That's right. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now she's also mentioned in a few stories. Oh. Uh, Orchids Bloom by uh, Michael Yi Chow, which is where Yasuo helps protect a lady who uses frost magic from some thugs sent by her son to capture her, and she mentions that she's responsible for her son's action, much like Yasuo would be responsible for the actions of his student. Oh, <laughs> whoever that is. Whoever that is. Uh, then we've got Pinwheel by Jared Rosen. Uh, so when Kaisa is talking to Belveth, she looks up and sees all the tunnels that have been responsible for eating Talia's people. Ooh. From the under. Mm-hmm. Then we've got roots. So did of, they all die? The people Talia was trying to protect. Well, most I mean, of the people in Talia's group are in her group because their entire civilization has oh, gotten. Yeah, okay. yeah. Sure. Uh, now, roots of a poison tree by Graham McNeil. That Malphite piece. Uh, when Malphite opens his eyes, the sound reminded Shurai of the grinding noise from when he saw Talia doing her bending thing near Kenethet. Sure. Now, can I say? Talia Malphite, Lux Galio. Ooh. Right. That hangout, right? I don't know. I love mm-hmm. that. Compare At first I thought giant- you were pairing them romantically. <laughs> Talia Malphite. 
Now there's you freaky bitch. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. I mean, crevices indeed. Yeah, but yeah, they can compare giant rock men. I'm like, oh, mine does this. Oh, oh mine does great. that. You know, whatever. <laughs> Mine's got a chip. <laughs> My dad could beat up your dad. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, now there's a line in the Ruined King video game. Yasuo says, uh, "Yes, maple seeds. My brother gave me seeds when I was younger, and I gave them to Talia. In my school, the seeds represented patience." Which your school? Yeah, well, he was part of a school before. Oh my god! I thought he meant like like as he was teaching Talia, he had a school. <laughs> like y'all hung out in the caves counts. in the woods. Calm down. <laughs> uh. Uh, let's see. We get uh, the Battle Mistress by Rayla Hyde, where they mention Sivermet, Talia, and Vakora, or Vakara, mm-hmm. whoever you pronounce it. And then we've got The Unforgiven by Ariel Lawrence, where we get a much less detailed account of Yaswo and Talia's time together. But we do get a more in depth description. I mean, more in depth is not saying much, but uh, about the significance of the maple seeds. Mm. <laughs> Uh, so Yone had gifted them to Yasuo and urged him to be patient and accept the tutelage of Master Suma because when Yasuo first joined their school, Master Suma was like, okay, I see some shit in him. I would train him. And Yasuo was like, eh, not interested. So when I was like, all right, be patient. Learn from him, please. He's pretty cool. Just imagine if he hadn't done that, he might not have ever learned wind shit. Yeah, yeah. It's all this, this, this. What you're saying is it's really all the fault of some maple seeds, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking Yasuo wouldn't be in the game. Yasuo. That'd be great. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that's all the the stories. Um, so uh, my overarching thought here oh. is like oh, yeah, I okay. really feel like Riot wants Talia to be like a big thing like they keep trying to put her in situations where she's going to be like a really big deal and like not not following through to the point where like I had no idea that she was supposed to be a big like if 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 she didn't have a novella worth of lore I would have no fucking clue like having not read any Darius lore or Garen lore you know before we did it like I would assume, like, they're, they're going to be in a lot of stories. They're, like, the poster children for their region. And even Silas, he's, like, the, the wanted poster child <laughs> of his region. Um, but, like, to, I would not have pegged Talia as, like, oh, this is, this is the Shereman person. This is the chosen one. But I really feel like Riot wants to do that, but they're not willing to commit to it. She's in a really weird spot where, like, I don't know. Like, I have a really hard time describing what I'm feeling here, but I, Riot wants Talia to be something that she's not right now. I that's a it's a very apt, very astute observation. Do you think it is a marketability thing? Like when we think of Sharima, who gets big headlines? It's always like Nasus, Renekton. It's really big. Like I could be wrong, but at least for me personally, when I think of Sharima, those are ones that kind of immediately come to mind. Right? Is that these big ascended characters? 
you know. It's possible, but I mean, on the other hand, too, like, I mean, if we look at something like Avatar, I feel like Toph is widely like one of the most popular characters. Like, if you personality wise, she's personality. absolutely nothing yeah. like Toph. People don't like Toph because she moves rocks, John. I mean, that's, I, I, that's, I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, I think she's it's good. She's real good at moving rocks. She doesn't just move rocks. She's the best at moving rocks. I mean, you're completely right, Rebecca. Right? Like, yeah, it's it's a person. Like, they're 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 very they're very different. Right, like um, I think I think it's I don't know how how popular Talia is. I, so I think it's that is that I think Talia is not terribly popular, and I think she's not like have a very big. God, she's not like a Darius where there's like a big mass market appeal type thing. I think she's just like, as much as I think she makes sense narratively to be a big major player main character type in the region, right? Like um. I feel like that's why she's lacking that kind of like support that you're talking about from Riot in terms of like uh, she's not in ads, she's not in cinematics, right? Like she gets she's in the the, the climb, right? Which is like a tiny little thing, and I guess her teaser. And, and I mean, and uh, oh, I guess the call. The big, that's a fair, and the call. That's a she's fair in point. Three cinematics. Yeah, I know. That's a fair point. <laughs> Damn, you're right. I, but I forgot about that, <laughs> and I rewatched it for this episode. I've seen it many times. I'm, I'm curious where they'll, they'll go. I, I think where they're going with Sharima is going to be more Void-focused and less Azir, Nasus, Zerith-focused, yeah. as we're seeing. And I think they are intentionally pairing Talia and Kaisa for that as being, like, the heroes against the Void. So, I don't know. We'll see if they stick with that. Because the Hollow Spun and the Call are pretty recent. Yeah. Um, so, it doesn't, doesn't feel like they've dropped Talia um, in a storyline, they have dropped the idea of her finding her family uh, for now. I don't know if that's ever going to come up again. Yeah. But I, I do like, um, from what we know about Kaisa and how she approaches this, pairing her with Talia makes sense if she needs to get Sharima together to fight the Void, which Kaisa does need. She can't do this alone, right? And she's learning that very slowly, and she's learning that Shreemans can fight against the Voidlings. Like, she's not the only one who can. So... And, and Talia is so charismatic and, and kind and good. She's like the Lux of Sharima a little bit, right? She's very positive. And if she can get any, you know, anyone can get people together, it's going to be her. Sure. Yeah, I, I think that's a, that's a, a really know. fair point. Um, we'll see if they do that. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is you got to execute. <laughs> but, yeah. But that's like an, an, a problem endemic with, with Riot in many ways. That's not yeah. unique to Talia, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... But it is true. I, I don't think this is going to be a heavily downloaded episode. Um, That's true. You know, some episodes if are you're more popular. To this, you're probably in the <laughs> hey, minority. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and especially, and people, I think people are going to see that it's going to be probably over two hours long, and they're going to be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> sure. <laughs> Close to two hours. I mean, <laughs> Talia yeah. has two hours worth of lore. <laughs> I mean, I had that sense. I was like, "Oh, Talia." I was like, "Yeah, I know she got some stories," and then I started thinking about it. I was like, "Wait, I think she's Hang got a, a lot." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's in bloodlines. Consider right. this. Yeah. There's going to be close to two hours or over two hours worth of content, and she's in only four AUs. Right? Yeah, we yeah. haven't even gotten to the AUs yet. Oh, well, one of the AUs is Star Guardian, so yeah, that's why yeah. it's going to be long. And but. she just got dropped in. There's not even so a, lot not a lot to talk about. She's barely in any cinematic. She's got almost no lore. She's not part of any short stories. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Wild. I'm curious um, what other people think. Um, you know, put it in the in comments. The, well, <laughs> the Discord. That's when people talk about it. Do you feel like? Do you think of Talia a lot when you think of Sharima? Do you feel like she's very much part of the lore? Um, 
or does she just kind of seem like someone who's in the background i don't know that's a good question i feel like the team the music team wrote her theme and then they learned more about like her personality and they're like ah oh, shit they like they, they they like read her stories and they're like oh okay she's gonna be the savior of shreem and then they wrote her theme and then they're like oh man it doesn't fit anymore this is way too fucking epic for for what riot's oh, doing with her no. oh, i like your theme a lot honestly her, i do too theme is awesome i have fucking the, the the theme from the uh the climb stuck in my head right now though because that was the last one that i rewatched. <laughs> it's just running through sure. my head i always want to call it the call they're too similar yeah all right anyway cinematics cinematics baby first we got homecoming which is just talia coming back to sharima and finding the sun disc has arisen this is her teaser right yeah yeah um so she speeds away on her alt towards the city and as a nice little touch here we actually see that lightning storm that they keep talking about in the background of the cinematic the whole time. Yeah, I don't think I ever watched this. The art style is interesting. Talia looks very different in this than I feel like she looks in like her splash. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, this was I think back when they were doing much more when they were doing more of an animated style for for a lot of the teasers. Because I think this word like Rex I yeah. too. Yeah. Um, oh, for sure. Which yeah. is pretty cool. Um. Uh, she's part of the climb where again this is the one I was talking about where it looks like Talia's fighting Zareth kind of she's like building these like stone loop-de-loops that she's surfing on and the lightning's just fucking bouncing off of it not even it's it's interesting because it's not even like you know she's putting up a wall of stone and surfing and then the lightning hits it and it shatters the stone like the lightning's doing nothing to her stone yeah. she is impervious sure. mm-hmm. yeah. it's really interesting um, then she's in the call where Talia and Kaisa do make it to Zolan and somehow despite sensing a human underground needing help from above ground in the hollow spun cinematic a group of Xersai managed to sneak up on them um, but it's cool they they fight them off and then Rek'Sai pops up and they you know Kaisa jumps into the hole to draw her away from Zolan because as we mentioned Zolan is where Talia does want to bring her people to kind of build a life here um, so Kaisa leads them away and Talia drops a mountain into the hole yeah does Belveth's teaser happen after that is that where Kaisa ends up after this yeah yeah, yeah we always try to place it okay and that's how we find out what happened to the town um Although a different town. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been kind of cool, but they, they couldn't call her Zolan because that name was taken. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, and then finally, she is also in the Rise cinematic. Talia is one of the stone statues fighting the Elder Dragon right before the final confrontation, mm. um, which I did not even need to rewatch the cinematic for. I just remembered where she was in that cinematic. <laughs> Look at you. Times I've seen that one. Yeah. You said the rise cinematic. I thought you meant his like call to power like or the what? Right call yeah. to power. Yeah. I was like, I don't remember her. She I can't she... be in the call and the call to power. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> She's calling too many people. Our phone bill, Talia. <laughs> Uh, I've got some quotes here. First, first is just a fun fact about oh. her quotes. The melody she hums when she dances is her login screen theme. Oh. Cool. Uh, she and Yasuo both have the phrase, I will follow this path until the end. Mm. Um, she actually speaks it in the Homecoming teaser mm. cinematic. Oh, neat. That's neat. That's true. She does. 
Uh, she has a line, Noxians. <laughs> Why did it have to be Noxians? Which is a Raiders of the Lost uh, arc reference. She says it to Cassiopeia specifically. She says it to Cassiopeia, <laughs> who, it's funny because the original line is snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? And Cassiopeia's a snake. Which is also reminiscent of Ezreal's Noxians, I hate those guys, which is also an Indiana Jones reference. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, you mentioned sedimentary, my dear Malphite. Uh, uh, it's a Sherlock Holmes reference, although fun fact, the phrase elementary, my dear Watson, is not in any of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's books. That phrase was not used until the 1929 film, The Return of Sherlock Holmes, which was a year before Doyle's death in 1930. What a fucking nerd over here. <laughs> I bet you didn't even look that up. You just knew it. I did. I did actually just know that it wasn't actually used in any of the books. I didn't know where it was exactly first used, though. Yeah. I did have to look that up. Um, Diamonds Really Are a Girl's Best Friend is a reference to the song Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend performed by Marilyn Monroe. Uh, Not All Who Wander Are Lost is Talia's counterpart to Yasuo's A Wanderer Isn't Always Lost. You got a lot of shared things there. And then her Freljord skin. Brace yourself. I hear winter is coming. Sure. I don't know what that reference is, but I think it's something. <laughs> Uh, also, and this is just kind of, uh, I still ship her in, in Kaisa, so I, I'm on the, uh, the Talia Bai train mm. on this one, but she does have a quote to Echo. Did the earth move for you too? <gasps> Did I just say that out loud? Aw, she's a crush on Echo. <laughs> He's a cutie. <laughs> <laughs> she, he seems old, younger than Talia. If she's Kaisa's age, oh, I don't know how old Echo's yeah. supposed to be now. I think Echo's probably the same age as Kaisa is for half of her stories, <laughs> and yeah. younger than her now. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm just thinking about Arcane, which he is younger in Arcane. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Uh, now she's part of only four AU's, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Uh, we got Ages of Runeterra, Freljord. The harsh, frozen north rarely sees travelers from other lands. Those that brave its wilds are met with hostile nature and unwelcoming hordes. Lucky are the few that survive to return to the nation they call home. This is Freljord Talia, which has no lore, despite Mm. having a ton of unique voice lines for this skin. I I guess it was her release skin. It must have... I mean... This must have just been like the idea was going to be that this is going to be like a canon thing, kind of like Sil- the Silas one, and then they just abandoned it, right? That is yeah. exactly what happened. Oh. In fact, oh, okay, cool. Well, <laughs> mystery solved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were going to make this her time in Freljord, um, but uh, I think they decided it after the skin design came out, and there was too much in the splash that, like, I guess was a little. A little different than she would be able to do canonically, so they were like, uh, "I'm sure it's like the, right, the well. appearance is like different, and it's like I don't know, maybe yeah, it's just like exactly. I, I'm sure at that point they wanted to try and decouple as much of like in-game stuff as they could, right, from the lore, mm-hmm. or lore stuff. So <laughs> now she's also part of Sunkissed Summer, the pool party line. It's summer, baby. The sun's out, the breeze is warm, and the water's cool. Everybody's leaving their rivalries and grudges at home and bringing only swimsuits and good vibes. There'll be plenty of time for punching and yelling later. Just sit back, enjoy the music, and soak up the fun. This is Pool Party Talia. 
Talia once attempted to describe surfboarding to a perplexed Jarvan using such terms as get pitted, tubular, and ride the barrel. She's pretty sure he still has no idea what she was talking about. And uh, in case you are unfamiliar with this, while these are kind, of, you know, while these are surfer terms, this is specifically referenced to the so pitted surfer interview from back in the day, uh, which was uh, another one of the, them old YouTube videos. Where some dude was like, there was a big storm, and they were interviewing this surfer about it, and it was just the most classic surfer interview ever. He's just throwing out all these these surfing <laughs> terms to the interviewer, like, yeah, man, you just you just drop into the barrel, man, and you're like so pitted, you know, man, you're so pitted. <laughs> Check that shit out. <laughs> I don't think I like ever see this skin. Like, I like yeah, it though. I like the, her old. Yeah, look me on too. Mm-hmm. Uh, now there's additional lore on this one, mm-hmm. uh, attributed to Legends of Runeterra, despite not being in Legends of Runeterra, mm-hmm. as far as I can tell. Uh, Talia breathed deep and let the calm pass through her. She thought about how the familiar speckled the unfamiliar in this little corner of the world. She knew the salt, but not the water. She knew the rhythm of the dunes, but not these waves. She was a quick learner. She stood tall as her board sped her along the wave's side. The wind rushed through her hair, stinging her face while her heart raced from the roar of the water behind. If only the others could see her now. There's an entire ocean to explore. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Chill. Weird. Uh, next up, we've got Star Guardian, which I didn't say for last because the last one is a little sneak peek. I know. I just saw oh, when I was going through her skin, oh. so I was like, oh, yeah. interesting. So we'll start with Star Guardian. She's part of season four. Ancient enemies appear in a Valoran city scarred by Zoe's invasion, now defended by a new generation of Star Guardians. As darkness gathers in the skies above, Kaisa and Akali prepare their untested squad for a fight with forces beyond their comprehension, and the true threat that awaits beyond. In case you're wondering, Talia, part of that untested squad. Star Guardian Talia. Unsure of who she is or who she wants to be, Talia was at a crossroads long before she took the Star Guardian Oath and now must balance her personal journey with fighting city-destroying monsters. Mousy at school, but brazen and loud in her guardian uniform, she's learning a lot about herself, and how not to wipe out when surfing across the skyline on a giant wave of starlight. And her magical medium is named Aru. Aru's still figuring things out, but its enthusiasm overshadows any overt awkwardness. It just wants to be everyone's friend. Sure, Aru's huggable, but it's also surprisingly athletic. Star surfing alongside Talia is a favorite pastime, kicking up dust and bang loud for all to hear. <laughs> Which was an interesting line because looking at her familiar, I wouldn't have pegged it as a as a no, like a goat. It doesn't look anything. <laughs> no, yeah. Or a sheep or anything. Just a cute little Yeah, it's just a cute little just a cute little fella. Something or other. Um I and guess it's got the little almost like ram horns on the side, you see? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Kind of looks like one of the Poro swirls. It almost. does, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now she's part of, kind of, a few cinematics. Shadow of a Doubt, where Akali is looking at pictures of her crew before she gets pulled into a Morgana nightmare. And, you know, Talia was in the picture. And then everything goes on at the end when Kaisa wakes up in a field and her team is there to pick her up. Talia's there, too. <laughs> she's a Soraka. <laughs> Hey, Soraka was at least holding her hand out to, to help. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, oh no, that was Sona. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Got him confused. The Star Guardians. <laughs> they're tough. Um, now she is part of the another Sky in game event. She did not have a big role in the story outside, you know, the other Star Guardians. It's not like she. She wasn't like the Kaisa or the Akali in this story. She was one of like four of the untested members on the team. So, you know, they each kind of get a moment, but nothing really. Her her big thing is that she bonds with Rel and Quinn at Cafe Cuties over liking pastries. Weird. Nice. <laughs> uh, but she does have kind of personal interactions with Kaisa that you can unlock. So Kaisa notices she's very shy at school, but more outgoing during training and at Cafe Cuties. Uh, Talia says the reason is she does not like the school uniforms and doesn't want to be seen in them. But the Star Guardian uniform makes her feel like who she wants to be. Uh, but she has not had the time to find any other fashion that does the same for her. So she just kind of wears the same hoodie all the time. Um, but she explains if she did find that fashion, she'd throw away the old hoodie. Now, Kaisa and Akali take her shopping. Um, and at that point, she also explains that the hoodie is one of the only things she saved from her house before it was destroyed in the invasion. And she thinks that maybe holding on to it is keeping her in that moment. Uh, so Akali steals her some clothes from the mall and they head back to Kaisa's place to try them on. Although when she comes out, she's instead wearing her school uniform and she's decided, you know what? It wasn't the uniform that made me uncomfortable. It was my mental holding me back. Uh, so I'm just going to be confident in anything I wear now, but I do still plan on burning this uniform when I graduate. (laughs) (laughs) And then finally we have, uh, um, yeah, it's going to be a tough one. Mm. Magica Prismatica. Ooh, well said. Uh, Motus was a world bound to magic, but after the purge, everything collapsed. Centuries later, civilizations uh, are scattered. Nature has reclaimed the cities, and magic's back in the form of prismi crystals. All it wants is to spread, and while some can use its power safely, others lose themselves to its pull and are taken over. So begins the Prismai Wars. And this is Crystallis Motus Talia. When the Prismai crystals begin to appear, everyone on Motus reacted differently. Locked to their island, Talia's people viewed them not as a threat, but as an extension of nature. Now, in symbiotic harmony with the crystals on their bodies, Talia's people are stronger than ever, and she ventures to the mainland to put her powers to the test. Yeah, do we know when this is coming out? I don't know. Good question. Hmm. I did also like, I was curious in the pronunciation of like Prismai. I was like, yeah, how would you pronounce it in that situation? And English sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I just found an article that had a list of like eight different words that ended with a E and everyone was pronounced differently. (laughs) So I'm going Prismai and fuck y'all. <laughs> Damn, getting aggressive over the Prismai. Okay, we'll see how we'll see what happens. Riot's gonna come out and say you're fucking wrong. It's Prismai, right. idiot. <laughs> it's Prismi, like algae. Uh, it'll be released September 14th. It's in PBE now. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Uh, and then some fun facts here. Erica Lindbeck voices Talia in League and provided vocals for Talia's login theme. Oh. And uh, Morgana, Zoe, and the Golden Sister from Legends of Runeterra are also voiced by Erica Lindbeck. Ah. Now, in Legends of Runeterra, uh, Zara Fazal voices Talia. Hmm. 
So uh, while Erica Lindbeck could have been commissioned, the decision to recast Talia was made to remain as authentic as to as authentic to her character and heritage as possible. Oh, okay. Uh, Talia was originally a kind of a spunky teen Rosie the Riveter with a huge oversized hammer and chisel. Wow, that really, that really. <laughs> I can't even imagine that. <laughs> huh. Okay. Mm. Uh, Talia's designers considered including her identity as transgender during development, but this detail did not make it to her release. Although it was thought to have been, um, it was thought to have been scrapped entirely. But Nico did release with a quote towards Talia. Um, said, hmm, Nico, not the only one who changes. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, rock surfing, the ability that her kind of, her passive, where she just kind of like moves faster if she's next to terrain, um, is actually an import from the terrain boots enchantment that was prototyped back in preseason 2015. I forgot about the boot enchantments. Holy, Holy shit, shit, dude. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Boot. Oh my god! Remember when home guards were something you had to buy you had an enchantment for? We're gonna Holy like in five shit. years. We're gonna be like, do you remember mythic items? Holy shit, uh, man! Yeah. Right, right. They're getting rid of mythic items. Did you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. I just learned that. <laughs> uh, so we mentioned this a little bit. She's portrayed as being sixteen, but mm. because of all the timeline inconsistencies that rose after her stories. Uh, Scathlock has stated that currently she is 23, as of 9.96 a.n., which is whatever year it is in they, canon, I guess. I love when when a.n. gets dropped. It's like, uh, oh, yeah, that really clears it up. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> They're almost uh, at the movie, tribe. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just realized. <laughs> almost. Uh, four more years. <laughs> Although who knows what will be left of Runeterra after that. There's yeah. a million calamities on the border. Yeah, It'll be one you don't even see coming. Right. <laughs> It'll be the new champion. There's crabs the whole time. <laughs> right? Uh, uh, fucking Briar is going to end it all. Uh, Talia's tribe worships the Great Weaver, who is a force of nature said to govern the tapestry of fate and life for every individual. Huh. Um, and then we have a bunch of things from... The champion insight, or I think these are mostly from an AMA from her creator. Mm. Uh, she's a Virgo, and her birthday is <laughs> September twenty second. <laughs> oh, she's almost going to get a skin for her birthday. That's pretty close. All right. Yeah. Uh, she was canonically named after a specific lavender-colored, five-petaled, star-like flower that grows in the rocky foothills near the Acathian border. It's called uh, Taia, the rock that flowers. Oh, okay. So this is not an actual. Fl- it, okay. I know. It took me a second. Okay. Uh, like, where's Ioni again? Oh wait. <laughs> um. So this is from, uh, her creator on her sexuality. So I think Talia is someone who is in the midst of finding out who she is and figuring out who you're attracted to is certainly part of that. I'm sure she would find some people more physically attractive than others, but I think the thing that would draw her to someone would be who they are on the inside. So she's still figuring out her sexuality, but personality is more important to her than looks. Yeah, that's what they all say. Which is why she has all the sparks with Kaisa. (laughs) Her favorite ice cream flavor is Rocky Road. Stop! (laughs) 
Shut the fuck up. You wrote that. No one actually said that. You just thought that. That is that is a canon you know, you piece know, of Talia, information. Talia fucking hates Rocky Road, but everyone expects her to love it. Mm. So she's like, you know, she tries to order something else. And they're like, no, get Rocky Road. Say the line. Right. She lives yeah. in the desert. She's never had ice cream. That's before. true. <laughs> hey, she was in the Freljord for a while. <laughs> Do you think they make ice cream there? Sure. Which yeah. region would have ice cream? Piltover. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Done. First She's one. Probably to, been there, first right? one to crack refrigeration. <laughs> <laughs> uh, her favorite animals are goats, especially fluffy goats. Her favorite color is indigo. Favorite time of day is dawn. In the real world, she'd enjoy a lot of interesting things here. In the real world, she'd enjoy indie electro pop music, western movies, romance novels, frappuccinos, red velvet cake pops, and pineapple and pepperoni pizza. Her favorite subjects in school would be geology, astronomy, and biology. Her favorite Pokemon would be rock rough. <laughs> I feel like I just like, picked up an issue with teen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. And uh, Daniel Klein additionally mentioned Talia is left-handed. Nice. And those are our fun facts. Maybe, maybe we can keep it under two hours. Hey. Oh, shit, we got to rush. We got to rush. <laughs> that was Talia. Any final thoughts? <laughs> nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, it's Leah. Thank you so much for listening. We have merch. I forgot to mention that in the last few ones. Bit.ly slash Lorehead's merch. Uh, there's a link in the description as well. There's shirts and stuff. We have a Twitter. It's at Lorehead's. And we have Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Lorehead's. John streams on Saturdays, ARAMs, and TFTs with viewers. And I'll stream on, on, on Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We play some Summoner's Rift. We fucking went on a winning streak last yeah, we week. It was sick. It. And all I want to do is play League since. And mm-hmm. I haven't played once. <laughs> That was two days ago, so it's not... That was forever, John. Was forever. You know what that's like. I gotta get my hit, you know? Uh, <laughs> just give me one ARAM, man. Just one. <laughs> uh, we have a YouTube. John posts clips. Uh, little little funny bits and stuff. Uh, little bits and bubs. <laughs> and we also have the full episodes of the video. Um, and we have a Discord. If you want to jump in and hear what people are saying about Talia, please join the Discord. And we have a Patreon. Thank you so much for all everybody patrons <laughs> but a, 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 a very special day today junior to our madarda tier patrons big man gnomes king of hearts shupa mustache trideca and penis <laughs> if y'all were about to fall into a void hole in the desert i would also spawn a uh, rock platform underneath you to save your life Beautiful. And carry you across the desert. Aww. In the, the cradle of my rocky arms. <laughs> Are you mouth fight now? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, be sure to join us next week for a, maybe a shorter episode, I hope, as we talk about the Blade Shadow Talon. <laughs>